are now listening to Hint of Lemon. So today, we're changing it up. It's no more tri-table. I'm tossing that shit out, bro. <laughs> we're going to just do whatever feels right. So today, I have a guest who I already had, Mr. J-Rock. Welcome, sir. How are you? What's going on, man? I am so glad to be part of this impromptu <laughs> kind of spur-of-the-moment thing. I love it. <laughs> I want to just thank you for just being super down. Again, super impromptu. Yes, sir. I texted this guy the past couple days just trying to figure out, like, What's the best time to meet, like meet up and whatnot? Cause uh, just some background, life has been a little crazy. I mean, on my half, you know, yep. I'm on a new journey. You'll learn about it if, if you talk to me in real life. But aside from that, it's just been a little crazy to update the pod. But again, thank you for taking the time to just talk about what we're going to talk about. So, hey, man, I'm always down. Um, it's an honor to be on this again. Seriously, I'm glad. Um, and with better audio this time, I remember <laughs> my last podcast. Jeez, I don't know what mic I was using, but. This is way better, way better setup. So first of all, check out Jedrick's episode. Just to highlight that, amen. Don't even worry about your audio. <laughs> I do want to say just to shout you out, a lot of positive comments about just that. And that just comes to show like audio isn't everything, <laughs> but it, the authenticity in that episode, like you can't replicate that. Thank and you. so just big ups to you because uh, again, I got a lot of positive feedback from that. And I think that's just what the pod is about. It's just sharing your story sharing you know any inspirational things that you've gone through yeah. and passing it on to other people absolutely yeah. man and like not to play like compliment tennis but thank you for creating the space for yeah. real man so oh for yeah. sure so today's topic we're just kind of diving into it i think that's the beauty of this format so we're going to be talking about social media so just right off the bat what's your take on social media as a whole let's yeah. just start with that i mean high level like social media it's like any other tool right like if you don't know how to use it it can be a great tool for you to get where you want to be to get your message out to you know help you professionally personally whatever um but it's just like any other tool because where if you don't know what you're doing then it's not going to help you you mm. can actually do harm to yourself to others things like that so i see it as a tool but i mean you know it's one of those things that you kind of have to have a little bit more finesse around yeah. that's what we're learning at least no, for sure. And I agree with that as well. I think it's also funny too, because we're going to dive a little bit back on like where that all comes from, from both of our perspectives. Mm -hmm. But I think it's interesting to hear that because I agree because as individuals in our thirties or yep. whatnot, you know, <laughs> early thirties, whatever, I feel like we were able to just wrestle with the idea of what is social media to me? Yep. How does it affect me? How does it affect others? And just being able to see, you know, like you said, like you can use it as a tool either good or bad for you like that's just for you to really learn throughout the journey and the process but i just kind of want to dial that back mm -hmm. and start off the conversation by just saying how or asking how has social media played a role in your life from early childhood to where we are now it's it's funny because our generation was the, the guinea pig yeah. in a way for social media yeah. like i still we we might very well be the very last generation that got to play outside we, yeah. and have good memories of you know actually spending time in the sunlight right yeah. so you know there's there's that that aspect of our lives and you contrast that with you know the insurgence of the internet this big shiny bright thing that came along yeah. in the middle of our childhood and you just see the difference between like being outside and being physical and active and then yeah. 
spending all of your time on the screen. So it's, it, was, it was a very quick change. I still remember to this day, just like when AOL instant messages like AIM came up and that was like the first experience really with what's, social media. What's your earliest memory of like how it came about? Because um, mm-hmm. I think the first time I realized like, wait, there's something bigger than us that yeah. like connects us around the world. Like specifically, I think the moment that I can pinpoint was probably like grade school at my aunt's house. They still had those AOL discs and she had dial up and I was like, wait, what is this? I know, man. (laughs) I just remember like scrolling through and, you know, the internet, I guess we're talking about the internet first. Mm -hmm. It was literally just like a bunch of words and that's it. It's not much pictures. If there was a picture, it took forever to load and whatever. I guess that was a moment where I was like, wait, this can turn into something else. And yeah. How about for you? Like, I guess we'll start with the internet. Yeah. I mean, the internet was crazy. Like I remember just like early email, Mm. like being able to send emails to my cousins in California. (laughs) Yeah. And that was just wild to me that I could connect, like you said, connect to a world that's greater than just Seattle or wherever you're from, you know? So that was wild. I felt like any website I went to, I'd get a virus. I was always afraid (laughs) to like, you know, surf the web in a way. Y2K bro. Right, eventually. Exactly. Um. <laughs> exactly. But it was like, it was like this thing that I didn't know. It was like this untapped potential. Like mm. you could connect with people in other cities and other states, other countries for that matter. But that was kind of just like the first introduction. Mm. And then when things like AIM came on and it was like right away, I could hit somebody up and you hear that, right? Like you got excited, yeah. right? I was, that was wild for me. Um, we, I remember with my cousins, um, we would just spend hours and hours just messaging random people. Yeah. Just for kicks, what was your first screen name? Oh my God, dude. Uh, geez, there's like, and the funny thing is we used to switch screen names. Like we'd switch, oh, hell yeah. shoot, uh, switch oh, hell shoes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, God, I think it was AZN Big Dog 0929. Was it um capital, lowercase, capital, lowercase? No, it was all caps because oh, okay. I was that kind of person. Oh, okay. But yeah. we would, yeah, we used to have your um your pinky finger on the shift key yeah, that's just the for style. the alternating <laughs> <laughs> alternating uh caps, non caps. Yeah, that's the style for yeah, sure. Yeah, man. You, this is gonna be a blast for the past, but you remember yeah. like Asian Avenue? Yes. And that was like yeah. the MySpace of it's our the time. Pre MySpace, yeah. But it was just the, those kinds of things. You would like hit up people from like California yeah. and all these other places and it's like the world became a little bit smaller in a way i mean just to dive more into like aim because i feel like Mm -hmm. that's where we dabbled the most i would say i feel like that was the time where by the way i was i feel like i was like an aim addict at like Mm -hmm. preteen because just imagine literally rather than calling up your friends which i mean i kind of did as a kid just be like hey i'm just calling you just for the sake of calling you like that was literally how you interacted with people distance wise yeah other than school or whatever, sports team, whatever. Yeah. But I feel like that was a time where I felt like, wow, this is a tool, again, preteen, where I use it as a tool to just connect with people, I guess more at a convenient level. I don't know if you took it as that, but it was literally like, I'm just here at home, I'm bored. Let's see who's online. And then you just kind of shoot the shit, whatever the fuck you talk about at preteens. Oh my but. God. I would love to see some of those transcripts. <laughs> like, of, I don't, I don't know if they, they exist somewhere, but the transcripts <laughs> of our aim chats would have been crazy to read. But yeah, I mean, I think this, this predated texting. 
Yeah. Right. Like yeah, I remember texting true. where you had like the nine key or the 10, whatever it yeah. was. And you had to press the number three times to get to the third yeah. letter. So this was so much easier, right? Yeah, you had your true. keyboards and everything. And it was just so, like you said, more convenient yeah. to, to connect with people. Mm -hmm. I think this was our first experience to like connecting with people behind a computer screen. True. And you know, you wouldn't say half the shit that you said in person sometimes. God. Yeah. And right. That's, that's exactly like how all of this evolved, like this trolling, and you know, that's the early stages of that, that's right? That's true, yeah. yeah. It's just funny because we, we learned how to connect with people over the internet through AIM and things like that. But I don't know, it's funny. Let me ask you, like, did you use it as a platform to uh, hit up girls? Because oh, I'm sure there's a, yeah. So what's your experience with oh, that? Oh, come on, man. At an early age. Yeah, yeah, at an early age. Like, I mean, like I kind of said, like you were a little bit more ballsy mm. when you were behind a computer screen. Oh, hell yeah. Right? Yeah. So you would, you would throw something um, <laughs> out there. It's like, <laughs> there's like a meme out there where you like text somebody something like sketchy and then you throw your phone. It's <laughs> like you would hit that enter key and then you'd run to your room or something. Like <laughs> or you go on BRB. <laughs> or BRB. You put your, your, uh, your away message on. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah you kind of that was a it was like kind of the intro to like hitting on people and stuff like you definitely were a little bit more courageous behind the computer yeah. screen so yeah i would i would say more like i said i would say more things on aim than i would in person wow so, i really resonate with that that's right? weird wow yeah man right i mean i kind of want to dive into this because yeah, yeah, yeah. that actually sparked a little bit in my head how do you feel like that's kind of, I guess, affected you as a person, like confidence wise? Oh, man, no doubt. Like confidence wise, it was funny because like I think the the interaction, like you're more courageous to shoot your shot in a mm -hmm. way. But then the person you're talking to is also more courageous to say no. Yeah, right. That's so it was true like, too. I don't know. It was it's you're kind of like an avatar of yourself in a way. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's one and way to it look really at it. is. So like, you know, you're the more confident alter ego of yourself. So, you know, I just as many times as, as I've shot my shot, I've gotten denied. Yeah. But it, it hurts less for some reason, especially when it's through that. Maybe. Yeah, it does. I mean, I'm sure there's some instances where it didn't at, at that age, at least. Yeah. Because we're still talking. Yeah. It hurt less, I think. Jeez. Yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. I, I, I'm i trying to think of like the horror stories. Like, But it's <laughs> like you throw so many out there. Yeah. And you get denied yeah, as yeah, many yeah. times. So it's like that's why it hurts less yeah. because it's just such a common thing, I feel yeah. like. But yeah, there was definitely a lot of flirting on. Yeah. And um, I guess from my experience, I guess it was one of those things that you just, it's another avenue, I guess you can say, of exploring how that courtship is. Mm, yeah. Because I feel like outside of that, you know, I'm a pretty shy guy. I mean, I'm not a ballsy no. texter or anything like when it comes to girls, like especially at that age. But I would definitely say that that helped a little bit of boosting my confidence in the real world. Oh. As in like, you know. Like you said, it's kind of an extension of texting. Yeah. And then, you know, you get to know somebody through words on a screen, but that resonates in real life because, you know, oh, remember when we were talking about this and whatever? Yeah. And now that I think about it, it's not too different from my game nowadays. But um, <laughs> <clears throat> no, I feel you though. Cause like, I mean, there have been times, and I'm sure you resonate with this, where no. you like you're messaging with somebody for hours and hours and hours on end. Yeah. But it's really funny because like when you see them in person, sometimes it's like kind of awkward still. Like, oh, we had this True. deep yeah. ass conversation yeah. for like hours online, but then, you know, it's like, oh, that's kind of yeah. weird. So <laughs> I was always, it was always um, funny to see the tr how it translates to the real life world. Yeah. I think to your point though, I think it does kind of give you more fodder to, to mm. con like to, to talk about, you know, so you have things to leverage and, and reference from yeah. your conversation. But yeah, it's still, you, you still have to warm up a little bit in person. It was yeah. funny. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just freaking shy. I don't know. It's probably just me. 
No. <laughs> I mean, I get what you're saying, though. It's a little yeah. bit of both. But like I said, it, there's less sting if there is, like, yeah. any, like, oh, why would you say that? Like, yeah, yeah. Like, wait, what do you mean? Like, you like me? It's like, oh, sorry. The trick Sat is on just, my keyboard. The trick is just to put a LOL next to everything. And <laughs> yeah. then they, you know, they don't know if you're joking yeah, or not. Yeah, it, it lightens the sting. You <laughs> exactly. Know what I mean? um, so let's kind of transition from there to jump forward to like how our relationship with social media is now. And correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like Instagram just plays such a big role in all of our lives. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if you, we are older. I feel like we can navigate in and out of it in a more strategic way, like we were talking about at the beginning. So I guess my question is, how have you learned to navigate through social media, aka just Instagram in this case, like now? Now? I don't know. I I was an Android user, so I got Instagram like a year later (laughs) than everyone else who had an iPhone. I have an iPhone now, but like I felt like everyone had Instagram and I had Instagram envy for a really long time. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think when uh, when it first came on the scene, for me at least, like it was... I don't know. I'd just be posting like random things. Yeah, like it wasn't yeah. any rhyme or reason. Like whenever yeah. I felt like posting something, I would just do it. Yeah. And then there was like always like filters and stuff like that. Yeah. And that was fun to play around with because I've always been kind of into photography. Yeah. So the early days of Instagram was like really just photography based. Yeah. You know? No, I agree with it that. Was, it was less of a like quote unquote like all in encompassing social media. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. Um, but then it obviously evolved into being what it is today. And you know, it went from me posting like every single thing whenever I had a whim to like nowadays, like to this current day, like I'll still post stuff, but it's not like, I guess you think about what you post more a little bit. And I'm, I find myself a little bit more hesitant mm-hmm. to post things because, you know, at one point it could, it becomes like a highlight reel for you. Yeah. I mean, it is for some yeah. people and I'm not against that. Yeah. It's cool too. I mean, it's natural. If you were to look at overall, how do you kind of treat Instagram now? Like, do you kind of treat it part? I don't want to, I don't want you to like pinpoint it necessarily, but what's your main intention when you are on social media? And I'll I'll go after you, but go ahead. Yeah. I mean, right now it's like really to like keep up with people. Mm. Like, I think that's the way to do it, especially with COVID, man. Like, geez, we haven't been able to see each other face to face. So Instagram has been the only way to really see how everything's been going for the most part. For me, I'm, I'm taking more of a spectator role mm. for the most part and yeah. just like seeing how everyone's doing, you know, just a way to keep up that relationship in a way. Mm. I think for my own, like, I mean, for my own content, quote unquote, like I'll just post things when I like, it's kind of the same as before. Well, I'll post something like kind of my highlight reel, obviously, but then also like whenever I feel inclined to yeah. um, a unique experience, something like that. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I was really into trying to get into, like, the, the influencer, quote-unquote, status. Yeah. Especially with, like, my fiancé and I, our food blog. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually gaining a little bit of traction, but I don't know. It felt like a job at, at some point, so I just kind of dropped all that pretty quickly. Right, but, I mean, this is just something to point out before I go, but it's, like, think about how the way we go at social media kind of hasn't changed since we were kids. It's like I was just thinking that. It's <laughs> like you're trying out something new yeah. without, like, that full blow. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I guess like, sorry to like blow your mind, but it's no, you're, you're right. I was, when I was just saying that, I was like, oh, actually, I do post very similar to how I used to. Yeah, but it, it's kind of like, yeah, I mean, it comes full circle in a way. True, but I think yeah. the best part is that like we're more aware of it. 
Like, I don't know about you, but I'll, like, catch myself and be like, why am I about to post this? Well, yeah. Or it's like, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, like, I, I feel like I'm more of a emotional poster because sometimes I'm like, yeah, let me flex my big ass dick <laughs> for everybody to see. No, you're right, though. I think the, the major difference between me now versus me that first started social media and like even AIM is that I have a little bit of a filter now. Uh. There's a moment of pause before I post something mm. nowadays. And that's something. Yeah, that is powerful, actually, if you think yeah. about it. Dude, you've seen horror stories of people, you know, facing repercussions from something or, you Hell know, yeah. even, even not even just like being co- completely canceled, but like also yeah. just like the micro the kind ignorant, of. Yeah, the, the yeah. ignorance. You'll like, you'll, you'll rub somebody the wrong way oh, yeah. and, you know, you'll, it's just basic communication where like you saying something might not be received by somebody else True. in a different way. So just me thinking about that and pausing, like yeah. I always take that moment to be like, how is this going to be received by people? Obviously, I can't catch everything, and no. sometimes you do kind of impulse post, but I mean, there is that moment at least for me nowadays. Well, it's just funny how you mentioned that, because I feel like early on, I did not treat social media like that, Yeah, because I always think about, I'm a troll, like everybody knows that, <laughs> yeah. like, I feel like social media is just like the extension of my trollness, or like my the clown side of me. Yeah. But I feel like I never thought of like the repercussions of like posting because I always thought like, oh, nobody gives a shit. And then, like you said, later down the line, someone would be like, what the fuck, man? Like, why would you like not necessarily say something but was like yeah. post something like that? It's like, oh, well, clearly my intention early on was just kind of like, I'm just here to have a good time. Yeah, yeah. I don't take it seriously as some people may have. And again, no disrespect to those people at all. It's just, again, everyone has their own way to navigate through the Internet. Yeah. Just fast forwarding to where I am now, I still kind of have that sense of like, yeah, I'm just doing it for kicks. But I think the biggest part is that social media has definitely taken a toll on like kind of my mental health because at some point it makes me feel like I'm less of a person because Mm. I don't have those same quote unquote highlight reels as some people. Yeah. And that's just something that you just kind of have to learn navigating. Some people don't learn it at all. Some people realize that early on, but I think that's where I am now. And don't get me wrong, I'll still post to just like, I want to show people my family because I'm proud of them or yeah. like something that I've accomplished and then something that's just a reminder to myself. Yes. I think that's the biggest part. True. I kind of use it for me mm-hmm. rather than others. And don't get me wrong, like I will flex, like I said, but hey man, that's how I navigate. So yeah, I'm, dude, you make a really good point because like, I, I feel like every other month I will go through my archives or my history <laughs> yeah, yeah. and just be like, be thankful, right? Of whatever yeah. you've been through. I think that's a great point. A lot of people will use it for their own documentation. Yeah. It's like our parents had cases and cases of camcorder footage. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's kind of like that in a way yeah, yeah. for me, at least when, now that you mentioned that, yeah. like, it's nice to look back, you know, but you can't get away from that highlight reel. It's, it's around us. I think that's kind of the natural inclination on social media. It is hard, but it's, yeah. it's, it's just one of those things that sometimes you just fall part of it like everybody else. Yeah. But then there's other people who just aren't on social media. I don't know how that is. Like, have you ever thought about that? Like, mm. or I guess wondered because we don't see them at all. Like, how do people navigate without it either? Oh, man, I, much respect I can, to the people who do. Like, honestly. Can you ever picture yourself doing that? Because I honestly can't. I don't know if I could, honestly, and Mm -hmm. not to sound like a, you know, tech addict or anything or a social media addict, but I think it's just so ingrained in our lives, honestly, like Mm -hmm. you have this like major FOMO sometimes. And I think that's, that's really what it is, you know, and this is something that I've been trying to get away from, but like Mm -hmm. my phone is an extension of my hand Mm. and I feel like I'm missing out on something if I don't check on, check something. Right. And that's a weird byproduct of all this. 
yeah dog that means they got us they got us man and that's <laughs> and and that's the dangerous part because these like large companies have access to us and they're we're a captive audience yeah i don't think i could go without it i sure. i've always wondered what it would be like to just disconnect completely for yeah. even a, a day or, yeah. or a week um i think one day i'll i'll get to it but it's gonna be really hard honestly yeah i can't imagine that because like you what you're saying mm -hmm. earlier I use it as a form of just connecting with people. Yeah. Like I love that. I just like connecting with people, hence the pod, whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's way more convenient compared to like looking up somebody's number and being like, hey, what's up? Like, yeah. I'll still do that too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's so easy to just find them on Instagram and be like, hey, what's up? Yeah. Like, I'll actually take my time to do that sometimes because it's like, I genuinely want to know. And it just happens to be that I kind of have to use Instagram, social media to do that. Yeah. But again, that's my style. Like, that's, I'm using it as a tool for that, even though I know I can do it any other way. But it's so much easier. Yeah. It is. It's right there. Especially if they post something, you just throw a heart on it. That's a way to, like, <laughs> yeah. just, you know, acknowledge them. You know, it's as easy as just one click on your phone, which is crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Do you think that dilutes the interaction in a way? Like, how do you do you feel like we're losing? Like, I think one of the main criticisms of social media is that like the the interactions that we're making are less authentic or more inauthentic in a way. Mm. What do you think about that? And good question. Um, <laughs> obviously, it depends on the person that you're yeah, asking. Of course, of course. Personally, I don't think it cheapens it necessarily. Mm. I kind of see it as an opportunity to obviously reach out to that person, but to take it beyond the internet. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what I value as a person. I just want to connect with somebody in the real life, you know? It's like a gateway in a way. Yeah. yeah. My brain is like overwhelmed for some reason with this question because I can go at it in so many ways, but yeah. I don't know. But what about you? I don't know. Like, I think the jury's still out from me about like if achievements. I mean, I think it's one of those things where it's do you take the route where you have the accessibility? It's easy to connect with them, even though it's not as authentic, quote unquote, or do you not talk to them at all? Like, I think it's uh. better than a lit. Like, I think having that easy interaction is better than not having interaction at all. For example, like if I were to talk to a cousin that I haven't seen in 10 years. Yeah. If we didn't have social media and I couldn't just press the heart button on their Instagram, like, would I still be able to connect with them? Would I have this type of relationship at all? Or would, you know, it'd be till the next family reunion till I saw, it, mm -hmm. right? I kind of answered my own question there. Mm -hmm. I think it does. It, I don't think it cheapens it. I think it just adds more, another layer in a way. Um, and I agree with you. I think it's a gateway to further interaction. May that be online or in person. Mm -hmm. I keep coming back to my cousin because like I hadn't seen my cousin in, again, like 15, 10 years. But we stay in touch because of social media. And mm -hmm. I don't think I would without Instagram. Uh, just to push that, what's your mm -hmm. version of quote unquote staying in touch though? Yeah. I think that's where, in my mind, I think that's where it gets dicey for some people. And why I ask that is because I feel like some people may think quote unquote staying in touch means just like looking at their posts and being like, oh, sure. you look like you're really happy. Yeah. Looks like everything's working out for you in your life. And you know, hey man, we're living in a time where, you know, youngins look at that and take it at face value. Yeah. And that's kind of what I'm getting at. Like, do you take it at face value or do you mean keeping in touch as in like chatting through chat feature i mean it would probably be more so i mean like the the, the heart and the like that's table stakes in a way sure. i don't think that that really constitutes like really staying in touch i think mm -hmm. it, that's more of a hey i see you i still exist i'm i care about you like I, yeah I, i'm happy for you but that's you know that's it that's where it kind of stays yeah but that goes a long yeah. way not to yeah, yeah that yeah, goes I a think, long way for some people yeah i think some people would would you know anytime somebody 
somebody who's seen my post or like liked my post and I hadn't talked to him in a while. I was like, oh, that's, that's very nice. Like yeah. this person still thinks about me. Yeah. They, they see me. So that's, you know, that's good. And it's a way of being seen mm. or seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think to your point where it becomes a little bit more uh, more substantial is where you actually do connect and you make plans and mm-hmm. you continue a, a conversation that's more than just that. Yeah. For example, like if you had a conversation and then it brought it like, hey, I sh- uh, let's hang out next yeah. week or I'm, I'm going to be in town. Um, would love to hang out with you. Like yeah. that's really the beauty of social media in a way and how it can translate into the real world. But or I guess to real interaction, I guess you'd just say face to face in person interaction. I mean, staying in touch, I guess you could consider just liking something, staying yeah, in touch. Because yeah. I think to me, it does matter um, when I see somebody who likes my post. But I think it really gets even better when you make plans in person. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but, but we're from that era, yeah, though. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? We're old school, you know. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> we're a little bit old school and new school, though. Yeah, if you true. think about it. A little it. mix. You know, like I always think of when I was working at a school, you know, middle schoolers, man. I'm just going to generalize and say that's like how all middle schoolers are or like the new generation is. It's just funny to see how um, whatever I dealt with as a youngin at that age mm-hmm. with social media, for example, they're navigating it through the same way, but times 10 to the point where it's like, this is my other world. Yeah. Actually, it's like more of my world than like the real world. It's more. Of, yeah. I would argue it's saying? more of your world. You yeah, know what I'm yeah. It's like you're playing the Sims, yeah. except like. <laughs> like I don't know, like like we were talking about earlier, it's like yeah. you have an avatar online, mm. which is which can be completely different from who you, who you are in person. Right, but I just saw the pressure of like them having to live up to it. Yes, and then obviously, if you're not part of social media, they were always deemed as like you're a weird kid, and it's like dog. If you you only knew like that's actually the best way to go through life. Yeah, through experience, obviously, of course, you know yeah, I mean? being present, right, in the real world, yeah. And so that's just something that I really notice, and it's sad because that leads to again big thing that's happening is just the shift in mental health and you know anxiety depression sadly suicide not to get too real here but um, no really crazy how your self-worth lies in the hands of social media to kids to to a big degree yeah yeah for for kids nowadays i mean there's so many yeah different social media platforms too it's like I don't know. It's so, so hard to keep up with. I can't imagine. Like we only had what, like a handful when you grew up <laughs> yeah. and even that was like terrifying to navigate and yeah. like the pressure from that alone was, was tough. Um, I can't imagine being born into that in a way. Like we were talking about earlier though, just that human connection. Yeah. I can confidently say like for us, like, again, we're a little bit old and new school, but like, <laughs> We can find that balance where it's like, I'll connect through social media, great, but I also have that avenue of connecting in real life because that's also natural to me yeah. and important to me. And so this is segueing into my my other question, like how has social media opened up other avenues in your life? Oh, man. Specifically dating, because oh, I know God, yeah. you, have a, you have a story about this. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we could talk about that for sure. I, I think um, for those people that don't know, my fiance, I met her on a dating app. Yeah. And even even saying that is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, not really. I mean, I guess not. It's new era. Like, yeah, I think that's my old school part of me talking. It's yeah. like, geez, that's weird. But I guess nowadays that's how most people are yeah. meeting. And it wouldn't be such a big industry if it yeah. didn't if it didn't actually you know help and work. 
I don't know, like for me, growing up in Seattle, it's always been a quote unquote small town. And you like, you knew everybody, especially if you're a Filipino yeah, man, yeah. like you knew everybody, you were yeah. kind of typecasted. And, you know, I thought that dating apps in particular were like kind of the way out or the gateway towards a bigger circle of people. You know, I'd heard that Seattle was one of the fastest growing cities in the world and people were moving here every single year. And, you know, looking around in my circle of friends, I was like, where are they? Like, <laughs> where, I, I love all my friends. Where are the females hiding, like, bro? I'm trying I, to find you too. Yeah. And like, I've known all of you for fucking yeah. 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's nobody else? Really? <laughs> yeah. Like, where are all these transplants that I'm like hearing about? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, I think that's how why I gravitated towards, so, or towards dating apps in sure. particular, because again, it opened up a new circle of people. And, you know, that was terrifying too, because I think when my fiance and I met there were like five or six dating apps mm -hmm. and i don't fully know that people were pros at that yet i mean i yeah, think i think really. for a guy right your method was just swipe right on everything and then whoever swipes back at you and you match with, that's who you pick from. I don't yeah. know if girls do the same thing or, you know, whoever you're interested in, um, if they do the same thing. But um, I think the, the goal was to cast a wide net and then, you know, get your matches that way. Before we dive too into it, um, I actually want to know, like, what was your take on online dating at the beginning? Because I feel yeah. like that's just it's a little nostalgic because it's like we already have been navigating through s social media and just the Internet in so many other ways. Yeah. That this was another, it was a new, new genre. Uh, yeah, yeah. Of yeah. Uh, like a new form of human connection where it's like now it's dating. Yeah, you know, it's funny because like with social medias like AIM or any other thing with a, with a direct message function, you kind of flirted, but it wasn't. That's true. You, you kind of flirted, but they didn't know. And it was hard to kind of like. And it wasn't necessarily check. tailored as a dating exactly, app either. Exactly. So like when you created this new genre of social media specifically for dating, it was like, you know what time it is. Like, I'm not here to get a new job, right? Yeah. This ain't LinkedIn, right? So like, I think it was, it was weird navigating that where it's like, Hey, everyone here is here for the same reason. And that's to meet people on a romantic level. Mm -hmm. And it was funny because you mix that with the fact that it was still a little taboo at the same time. Um, especially in the beginning, it was like, Oh, you met somebody on the dating app. Oh, you must be a, that must be a booty call. It was hard to find like really real substance and trying to beat that stigma in a way it was awkward it was kind of like a uh, high school dance where everyone's kind of just there <laughs> they yeah. don't, you know you, you know that you want to dance with somebody else right right but you don't really know how to go about it in a way so that was kind of the, the weird thing to finesse plus again the tabooness of it and just to give some background like if you can pinpoint around like what year is this when you're oh geez was it like starting 20, to get into 16 17 okay 16 yeah okay around there so it's pretty early on in like the dating apps because i'm sure mm -hmm. if you look now there's a shit ton. And then yeah. going off like the genre that you're saying, it's like, you're looking for something serious or you're looking for a booty call. Because exactly. they've broken it down to the T like that. The different dating apps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Some of them, I mean, like, I don't know. What we had was Tinder and Bumble yeah. and Coffee Meets Bagel. Shout yeah. out. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> Sponsor you're, him. you're completely right though. Like each one had its own connotation in a way. Uh, okay. I felt like Tinder was like, oh yeah, this is a hookup. And I'm not saying that this is true, but that was kind of the connotation that I, I perceived. For the most part, yeah. Um, Bumble was like, oh, you know, this is, you know, the women have the preference, the choice. And then there were Different all the approach. other ones, like kind of the periphery ones that were a little bit more quote unquote serious. Mm. Yeah, no, it was funny because like depending on which one you met the person on too, it was like, oh, that's a booty call versus, oh, this might be a little bit more serious. 
Yeah, I don't know. It was it was finessing like not only the genre but like the platform too. Yeah. And like you would definitely get a different reaction or interaction from whichever platform of course. you're getting or you're on. Of course, everyone has a different agenda on each app, I yeah. feel like. I mean, exactly. Yeah. And I think from my experience, mm -hmm. I think Tinder, you would get like a bunch of trolls. Yeah. You get a bunch of like very mean people, to be completely <laughs> honest. Like it was harder to sift through to find a more genuine connection for me, yeah. at least. Now, Bumble was a little bit better, I would say, especially because you put the power in the, the female's hand, I guess in my case. And then, yeah, Coffee Meets Bagel, I felt like that was the one that, you know, or that and OkCupid were the ones okay. that were like a little bit more genuine in a way mm -hmm. and um the conversations were obviously a little bit more um and substantial mm -hmm. but yeah that that's kind of the hierarchy that i saw in my mind okay we would kind of just play around with tinder and just like swipe 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 no i would agree i mean i'm not big on dating apps i may have gone on it a couple couple times uh, uh, whatever yeah. but i think more of that i want to talk on is just like how i've seen my friends or like other people i know navigate through it mm -hmm. obviously everyone has a different agenda you know some just want some ass i get it yeah mm -hmm. other people are looking for something serious like i get it yeah again going back to just how the internet and how everybody navigates through social media everyone has a different agenda but i've heard just some really ridiculous stories though some of my friends are like yeah we met up and then you know it just ended up not being what they thought it was like mm. whatever they talked about and like felt like they had a connection through the app just did not translate in person. It's funny because it was kind of like what we were talking about earlier, yeah. right? And how it's like, you know, whatever you talk about in, in on social media yeah. or on the platform itself sometimes doesn't translate. But it's sick because I feel like you get lost. Some people get lost in the mix where it's like some people are literally just there to get attention online. Too. Yeah, it's true. So that's just something to watch out for. Pro tip. <laughs> Now, tell me about like how your experience was with Jen. Shout out to Jen. Thank you for having me in your, both of your guys' humble abode. LOL. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, it was great. I think for me personally, like, so um, dating apps in particular were, you know, a means to find something more serious. Mm -hmm. You know, I, like I alluded to earlier, it was like kind of a way to unlock a new group of people that I had never met and find and tap into that, that, that quote unquote transplant yeah. um, population. So my fiance um, is from San Francisco. Mm -hmm. She had just moved here, I believe, about a year before we met. Mm -hmm. Funny, she had a, a whole her whole life. She had a whole life here in Seattle before she met me, and like yeah. we ended up having a lot of mutual friends. Oh yeah, um, which is really funny. But yeah, we just ended up being on social media, and I think what was cool about um, Coffee Meets Bagels, they had some really great questions that you could answer about yourself that you know opened your, your you up to other people. Mm -hmm. So I just remember Jen and I just talking about books and that's how we really connected. And, mm. you know, it's funny because you read the, these profiles sometimes and they're like, oh yeah, I love reading and I love yeah. books. So I, I would sometimes check them whenever I connected with somebody and be like, oh, what's your favorite book? And tell me about it. Like, give me the spark notes about what you liked about it. Right. I would kind of like prod and, and see if they were really about that life because there's a lot of that. Right. And I just remember Jen giving me like a whole like few paragraphs about like different books she liked and why she liked them and like things like that. And I was like, oh, okay, this is a real one. Okay, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, not, you're not messing around. You've actually read your books. You did your homework. So that's how it stemmed. Okay. And we just talked about that and then our backgrounds and found, found out that we had really similar upbringings mm. um, despite being from different cities. And yeah, I think what happened was that, you know, we had such a great conversation that I really just wanted to see her in person. That's very atypical of me uh -huh. because usually I'd hide behind my screen because I'm super shy, but I really just wanted to see her in person. And then one thing led to another. Now we're engaged three years later. It's crazy. <laughs> 
happened so quickly. I mean, not to put you on the spot, no. but what do you think was like the spark where it's like, I think I want to take this like to the next level, meeting you in real life? Yeah. You know, and, and again, I, there's so much noise on dating apps right now where like you'll get a cryptic answer or a one word answer or people are just with good reason. Like people are so afraid to be vulnerable, sure, especially on a dating app, mm -hmm. right? Like you never know the person on the other end could be a serial rapist or whatever. Yeah. So like, I think Jen was very courageous and very open and vulnerable. And I think we just reciprocated the whole way through. And I think through the messages, you could definitely see that we were both kind of putting the same energy in that conversation. And I was like, oh, this is this is new. This is the first time I've ever seen this much reciprocation, this much energy behind a conversation before. So I wanted to see if it was real. And funny enough, it didn't like our first date was very awkward. Yeah. Like I was so nervous. And a lot of the stuff that we talked about, it was there and we referenced it, but it didn't really translate fully like we were mm. talking about. So there would there had to be like this other like separate building of a in-person relationship on top of the social media relationship, which hmm. is funny. But that's just one thing I noticed. Because my my mind now is kind of, I mean, I don't want to cut you off. Is no, there anything no, else no, that no, you want to add you're... about like your experience from that? that no, we can. You yeah, kind of no. want to highlight on. We can. Yeah, let's let's talk, let's talk about it. Because like that, what you just said, I it kind of came to mind as you were talking about like the experience of. It's kind of like having memories or conversations through online mm -hmm. and not necessarily translating that maybe we're not used to in person. Yeah. Because I was about to ask, comparing that experience to like, how does that compare getting to know somebody, you know, at a kosher level, like in person? Because for me personally, like just getting to know a girl more in person than online, I feel like that's something that I prefer because I'm just used to that yeah. and it just feels natural. You know, nothing beats getting to know somebody in the flesh and be like, yo, mm -hmm. I don't know why, but I just feel like there's a spark yeah. versus like, personally, like I can't find that spark online because it's like, I don't know if we're both being authentic. And then that's yeah. for something I've experienced, but it's just something like that, where if I were to compare online versus in person, I would prefer the in person because I feel like, I guess I'm more of a, a vibe in a sense of feel kind of guy where I'm like, this feels right. And then on top of that, it feels more authentic for me where it's like, I want to experience life and different events with you yeah, and make memories with you rather than just strictly online. And that's something I prefer. No, I, I think that is the better way to do it. Like, I think, well, I don't know if there's a better word. I don't know if, word, word. Don't know if that's the word, but like, I think um, that's a commendable way to do it in person, I think, personally. Well, it's what we're used to yeah, seeing. And exactly. that's probably why we're talking like that. Yeah, I think so. But you know, it's funny because for me, I was never... And you can ask any of my friends. Sure. I was never good at like approaching somebody at the club or just, you know, getting somebody's number. I don't think I've ever been successful at that mm -hmm. in person. <laughs> like, honestly, it was, I've always been super shy in that sense. Mm -hmm. So in a way, like social media was, or dating apps in particular, were a little bit better for me. Sorry, I'm just thinking. No, on please. Tangent. You yeah. think it's because uh, you're able to pick something that was tailored for you. And I mean yeah. that. So stick with me. Yeah, my yeah, mind no, is I weird. You. I got you. I got you. Because you just mentioned, like, I wasn't able to meet females through, like, the club. And that kind of makes me think, like, in, in my life, me neither. Yeah. But yeah. the club is not my scene, yeah, if yeah. I think about it. Yeah. So, obviously, I meet females through other places that, yeah. that I enjoy, whatever. Relating that at the same sense of social media, hmm. you already weeded out going on Tinder, right? Yeah. <laughs> the club. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Hey, there you go. Versus coffee meets bagel. It's more like the cafe. 
cafe or a library or something you know what I, mean? <laughs> I got you i got you yeah yeah, yeah. So, i see where you're going with that somewhere something to think about uh, yeah you're right i mean you kind of find your niche in your your exactly, platform or yeah. Your, yeah no that's a great way to putting it actually mm-hmm. i never thought of it that way but i don't think i was ever good at like in person <laughs> just in general i guess sure. no matter what the what it was but right. i think the the thing about social media for me is i always felt like i was a better writer than i was speaker mm. so like and, and to this day in my professional life i'm in sales and i'd mm. rather write a very detailed email to somebody with all the answers to their questions yeah. that I've actually thought about oh, that's um, true. rather than, you know, being on the phone and just like being taken off guard. Yeah. So like, I think the dating app part kind of gave me a, a chance to again, pause, like we talked about and craft a response that was yeah. more authentic or to get noticed. But yeah, everything after that, you know, that's, yeah. you know, you already have everything after that. Uh, you know I mean? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think like after I've kind of quote unquote proven myself mm. on through a conversation, um, then the next natural step would be to take it in person. But yeah, it's it's funny progression, really. Shout out to Hitch the movie, bro. I know, man. Hitch has, was like a this pivotal is, uh, in our in our lives. This just sounds like Hitch, like social media is like our hit in a way, a hundred percent. We need that uh, that's that initial spark to you know get it going. And that's really, yeah, that's really it. I think if, if Will Smith made his own social media, like dating app, uh, I think he would kill it. I think so too. Yeah. Will Smith, if you're listening to this, man, seriously, <laughs> give, give me a, give me a cut of the, yeah. of whatever you're, you're, you're putting down. Yeah. Sponsor me, sir. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so kind of segueing into something that you mentioned, you know, before we recorded this whole thing, I know you mentioned just how people may misinterpret your words and that's funny because that really struck a chord in me because that's always something that's at the back of my mind. Yeah. Not necessarily through social media, but just navigating through the internet. So for example, just disclaimer, there are some things that I fear that I may be taking the wrong way in this podcast. And relating it to like, for example, what we said before, Instagram, there are not necessarily pictures, but I guess captions yeah. where I'm like, I don't know if I want to get into this. I'm scared of the, again, repercussions of like, is this going to box me in to have people think of me a certain way? Yeah. Or is it going to stunt my relationship, again, at the surface level, I think, with others who are following me or like, who are my friends on here? You know, those are just some things that cross my mind. So yeah, what's your take? No, 100%. I think, I don't know, I alluded to this earlier with the fact that like I, I now kind of pause a little bit before I post anything. And it's just tough because like even if somebody gave an eye roll to my post, I'd be like, oh, I'd be like almost devastated. I'd be uh, like, oh, I didn't want to give off that that type of, of post or I didn't want to give off that type of attitude. So yeah, it's a, it's a big fear. And you know, that that's what caused me to like pause a little bit and think about how things are being received, mm-hmm. um, which is completely different from how it was when we first got social media. It was just like, whatever, yeah. like the, the first thing on your mind you would post. I think that's one of the biggest risks that you run with social media. And it's a big fear that not, not a lot of people talk about, I don't think. Yeah. yeah. Has it ever affected you negatively? I'm actually curious if you have any like stories of affecting you professionally. Um, oh, thank God, not professionally. Yeah, Jeez, man. Yeah. <laughs> I, feel like I try to keep that as, as separate as possible. Yeah. I think that's one of the earlier lessons that I've learned. Which is funny because yeah. that actually doesn't cross a lot of people's minds if you think about it. Yeah. I mean, like for, for a long time and not that I, not my, not that my life is crazy and I'm doing, you know, crazy bad things at, at any given time, 
But like I always had this phobia of adding my coworkers. Yeah, I was about to say, media. yeah, some people add them with no hesitation. Yeah, and I'm like, I don't know, man, because like you, you, you feel sometimes you feel like you're close with somebody and you can confide in them, and this stuff spills over to social media. Sometimes you feel like you could confide in the people that follow you, but then you, they don't know you that well, or you don't know them that well. Yeah. So like you know, there that's kind of where the repercussions are. Is that there's this gray area where you don't really define a relationship with your follower or somebody you're you know you're following you know that was one of my earlier phobias of uh mm -hmm. of uh social media just my my coworkers and my friends my workplace friends yeah not adding them so thankfully there haven't been any like professional repercussions but you Can know, imagine that'd yeah. be so bad yeah no and I, i've heard horror stories and i think that's really <laughs> where that stems from me again it goes back to this whole idea that you're you're a little bit more courageous and a little bit more whatever um right. behind a computer screen but you don't right. really take the pause that's true you know and and, and then it also spills over to my family it's mm. like you know you, your auntie your uncle yeah. always adding you on facebook or whatever and like for <laughs> me personally i respect to the people that add their family and whatnot yeah. like I'm, I'm kind of a little i like to keep that a little <laughs> separate too um sometimes but um like sometimes you forget that your family's following you and then you post True. like i don't know and not to judge or anything but yeah. like for me that'd be a little weird <laughs> yeah to say the least um i've been a lot more cognizant of who who's following me you know and how a, any given post would be received because that kind of goes back to like what's our intention behind it now that you asked me that question, like, I don't even know what my intention is for any social media now. Um, like, I, we can I talk think, about that a little bit more, though. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, personally, I feel like that's constantly changing. I mean, again, this is based off my experience. I'm an emotional guy. Mm -hmm. And like I said, sometimes I just want to, like, flex like flex what I'm, what's going on in my life. Yeah. Other times I want to use it as a platform to, like, reach out to. Yeah, connect to. with people. Yeah, and be like, oh, for example, just to give you hard evidence, like, Maybe I can post about, I've been dealing with depression or something like that. And it's like, yo, just let you guys know, like, shit ain't perfect over here. Yeah. Compare that to, not to throw shade, but like an influencer. That's not their real life. And the sick part is that not everybody realizes that either. Yeah. But that's their intention, if you think about it. Their intention is to show you their life at a highlight reel versus like some people just treat it as my intention is just to show you my life is real. And then other people are like, my intention is to just not show you anything because I'm barely posting. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're completely right. I think it depends on the mood. It could, it could change on the hour even. Sure. Like I think it boils down to getting a reaction mm. from people or a response from people. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, there is that aspect of you chronicling your life, like we talked about earlier. It's like this archive of, of, of accomplishments or milestones, things like that that you want to look back on. But for a lot of it is kind of just getting a response. Either that's that might be a response from a relative that you haven't seen in a long time or you know you want to flex and you want yeah. validation about where you are in life um or you know if you are dealing with depression or something maybe you just want somebody to connect with yeah and to say hey i'm i've been there too yeah. you know or i'm there now um yeah. so it just boils down to getting a response and that response is dependent on how you feel that day it's funny it's funny to break it down that way it's kind of relating to repercussions but it's more of like how do you navigate the real world knowing that some people take your Instagram at face value? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> it's funny that you you kind of put pressure on yourself when you like, let's say you do post your highlight reel, which mm -hmm. everyone does, and that's fine. But you kind of have to live up to that persona in person in a way. 
At least I feel huh. that way. Interesting. It's yeah. like, it almost like you put pressure on yourself. Sure. When you do that. What's an example of that though? Oh man. Mm, that's a good question. Let's see. Like, I definitely know what you're talking about. Yeah. But I think the funny thing is that, like you said, like I'll pause and I'll catch myself and be <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, why am I tending to other people's opinions or like, why am I trying to persuade somebody that I'm one way, but really I'm not? Yeah, I mean, like, it could be, like, you're on a vacation and it went, like, shit in real life, but then everyone's gonna, <laughs> you, know, you know, like, like let's say you went to... Mm, sorry, Mike, you heard the man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's say you went to Hawaii or whatever, and you actually had a shit time, but you posted pictures of the beach, yeah. you're posting picture of your Mai Tai, and, you know, all the, you know, all the awesome time you had, and then somebody asks you in real life, like, hey, how was it? Yeah. And your natural inclination is to say... Oh, it was great. I had a lot of fun. But then in real reality, your flight was late. It was, like it was raining yeah. half the time. Didn't you see like, the likes on it, bro? Which one? What? No, I'm just... Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> didn't you see I had like 5,000 likes on it? I had, it man, was a great time. Hell yeah. Like you didn't see the, the jacked up part of the beach. Like even when you're framing your pictures up, like you have to take away the trash and like the, you, you search for that perfect picture where there's no tourists. Yeah. Feel like you're an isolated island, but you're not. Like you're not. And you have to like, there's that pressure that you put on yourself to like say, no, it was a fucking great time because I spent all this money and I took all these pictures yeah. and you know, it had to be great because I did it for the gram. Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. There's by nothing the way. wrong yeah. with that. Of course. I, I mean, Hey too. dude, I, and, and disclaimer, everything I say, like I'm obviously a victim of this too. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I'm not we innocent. Both are. That's why I'm this not innocent, conversation man. is so funny. But like, I, I think it's important to call out your own bullshit sometimes. Yeah. And I think that's the beauty of this is like, mm -hmm. I'm calling myself out sometimes because I'm doing the same shit. Sure. It's funny that the pressure that you put on yourself to live up to the persona that you create online, mm -hmm. you kind of shoot yourself in the foot, in the foot sure. a lot of the ways. So tell me about like how that interaction goes with you and that person <laughs> who I'd be assuming that's like someone you barely know. Yeah. You know, God forbid, like some of my close friends would be like, yo. I see like you're living your best life and all this shit is like, dog, I, I at least want you to ask like how I've been yeah. rather than take it, take my Instagram at face value kind of thing and be like, you know, I mean with, with my close friends, like I don't hold any punches. I'm like, Hey, that trip was shit. Like wasting yeah. my money, yeah. like never going back there again. Yeah, kind of thing. Yeah. But with somebody that I barely know, like, I mean, you know, you keep it as vague as possible. Like, Hey, it was, it was good. It was great. I get that. Yeah. It's like a, I don't know. It's a safe face kind yeah, of thing. It's kind like, of, I don't want to get into it, but it's I don't want to like, get into yeah. it. Like, I don't feel like you have the time to hear me complain about my trip. Cause like sure. at, at one point, some people don't even have the, the luxury of going on a trip like that. You don't want to seem ungrateful either at the same mm -hmm. time. If I may, do you yeah. mind if we go like a bigger picture yeah. than like one? So it sounds Let's like it. you're going to one post. What I was trying to get at is more of like overall, like seeing how people view and treat you based off just your Instagram in general. Mm. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. So an example go of this is I'm about to go in on it. There's some people that I don't know in real life, but it's like a celebrity. Let's just relate it to that. Sure. But at a personal level, because we see them in person, like in our town or whatever. Sure. So say there's a person and I've only know them through who they are, quote unquote, on social media. And I don't know what it is. The way that I view them is like usually at a higher level. It's yeah. like, holy shit, is this actually you like kind of thing? And it's like, can't believe like we're hanging out with the same people right now kind of thing. <laughs> and then the next thing you know, it's like they either live up to it, which usually is not the case. Yeah. Or, you know, sometimes they're down to earth and they're like, shit, man, you're not who I thought you were. Yeah. And then other times it's like, holy shit, you're just a shit bag. <laughs> and 
whatever is on social media is like it just makes me hate all of it for yeah, some yeah. reason it's like it's a fraud yeah and so i'm just curious like have you ever felt like you're in that position where somebody i guess when meeting people let's put that into perspective when meeting somebody have you ever had that instance where it's like you know them more on social media than you know them in person and how has that kind of stunted your your first oh yeah interactions or even friendships if it turned out to get to know them more on a personal level rather than social media oh yeah i mean totally does like, that make sense yeah, I, don't, I hope i'm not going to i mean with with when you look through somebody's social media it's essentially like their personal resume in a way like sure. humans in my opinion they like try to find something to latch to mm, right that's a and, good point. and they, they 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 try to sort people out yeah, that's and the psychology of people. Exactly, right? So like you, organize somebody. You when you approach a brand new person or somebody you barely know, like you want to somehow process them in your mind. Mm. And you want to put them in a box automatically. And that's something that all humans do yeah. naturally, right? So you want to know what to expect mm. in a way. So if I go through somebody's social media and I see, oh, they like this, they like this, I know what I'm expecting and I know kind of what to talk about even. Uh. But literally, do you know there's another layer to them that you have no idea about? Yeah. Because, you know, social media is what it is. It's limited, right? Mm -hmm. It never tells the whole story. So, yeah, I, I definitely think it stunts the growth. I mean, you are of a given relationship, at least in the very beginning, mm -hmm. you could make a snap. And I think that's one of the repercussions of social media in general. You can make a snap judgment about somebody in an instant. Yeah. And it's so it's it's tough, um, especially if you, the person that's posting, isn't cognizant of that. You could be putting yourself in a box and not even knowing it because everyone else is seeing you and seeing it this way. And thinking that you're a certain way. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I think for the person that is meeting the person that's posting, then you're shooting yourself in the foot because you're only, you only have certain things to leverage and to reference and to talk about mm -hmm. in your own mind. And that's what you gravitate to. Whereas the person that is posting or doing the posting, they kind of shoot them, themselves in the foot because they're putting themselves in the box and they're only showing certain things. So I think it hurts both ways. They may not realize that, yeah. but yeah. But I think also like maybe on the positive side of things, like maybe you post something and the other person resonates really well with it. And that does unlock other conversations and more time spent together. True. So there, it's a give and take, but I, I definitely see the the negative yeah. fairly often. No, I love that. And mm. thank you for pointing that out, like the negative of it. But I do want to point out the positives too, sure. you know? And I think that's the best part of it too, because it's like, it all goes back to intention. Like, you, yeah. I feel like scrolling through some people's feeds who clearly have like an, a different agenda, mm -hmm. I feel like I can get a good sense of like, wow, like you're beyond like what the typical postings are like kind of thing. Yeah. So for example, somebody who's like working towards a cause of like, you know, I just want to make sure I'm an extra voice to advocate for a group of people, for example, you exactly. know what I mean? And and I think those people are commendable in my book because it's like, wow, you're using it to your advantage where it's lifting others up. There's just always different platforms you can use for good, even though for the most part, they just have a bad rep for things. You know what I mean? The criticisms of social media are generally negative, like nowadays, just out there. But there are a lot of positives, too. So, you know, we can't we can't discount that at all. Otherwise, it wouldn't be such a big thing now. You know, there's a lot mm -hmm. of, you know, connecting people. That's great. Like amplifying a, a specific message. Mm -hmm. Information, like just, I mean, <laughs> information's a little tricky because, yeah. you know, there's a lot of misinformation out there too. But like just <laughs> yeah. 
you know, you have Wikipedia at your fingertips mm. and uh, again, <laughs> Wikipedia might not be the best, yeah, um, yeah. but at least, you know, you can, you can read up spark notes on something really quickly, you know? And I think that's one of the things that I use social media a lot for is just news and learning about things. Yeah. You know? But obviously trying to be knowledgeable because I feel like you have to come with some skepticism. A grain of salt yeah, and everything. Absolutely. hundred percent. But yeah, I think it's the volume of, of, of information is crazy. It's crazy. I think it takes a little bit of finesse to filter that, of course. Just to kind of recap really quick, I know we've kind of been talking more on Instagram, just mm-hmm. so just to make sure we're on the same page, yeah. right? Yeah. Because I, I know there's other forms of social media, like, you know, Twitter or Reddit or whatever, but I think just want to call that out real quick. Oh, yeah, totally. Totally. I think, I don't know, it's like been my favorite social media if I had to choose a favorite, for sure. Yeah. Also, to call this out, too, I think you said it yourself earlier that this is such a beast of a topic that obviously everyone's going to have their own perspective on how they go about it and you know you can even call us out for man that's how you guys use it or like man you're really missing the true point of how social media is supposed to be used i think that's the thing about it everyone just has a different perspective on on it and a different approach again i've said that so many times but it's just crazy because it's such a tool that has zero filter for the most part yeah no and zero reservations and gosh it's it's still relatively new as far as communications go um and it's it's changing yeah. every single day yeah so you know and it's getting scarier in a way like ai and you know all mm-hmm. this other stuff is and like the influx of like new advertising it's it's it's, mm-hmm. it's so crazy how how quickly it's changing and and in effect we have to change with it and i don't think we we'll ever get a grasp of how to effectively use it as it is today mm. because it's always evolving i don't think there's a right answer yeah people have very strong feelings one way or another of how you should use it or how they use it. And that's fine. I don't think, like you said, you know, unless you're really doing harm to somebody, there's not a real right way to do it. I don't think anyone's really figured it out. I don't think so either. I mean, it's funny that you said that because it kind of goes back to your own values and even your own episode. Quick plug that in. (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Just to be true to yourself. And, you know, if it's not harming anybody, no harm, no foul, man. It's really what it comes down to. You know, I think the one thing I'll say on it is like, we'll never really get a full grasp on social media because it's changing, but we, we do know how the human mind works for, yeah. to an extent. I think it all ends and starts with us and, yeah. uh, you know, how the individual mind works. But yeah, I think it's, it's, it's going to be a really interesting thing to see where social media is in the next like five, even three years. Mm-hmm. It's just going to get exponentially crazy. And I, I think it's, it's, it's terrifying, but also kind of exciting in a way. What are your predictions? Oh man, AI is going to be a thing. Yeah. I foresee a time where you don't know if you're talking to a robot. I mean, to this day, like sometimes you don't know if you're talking to a robot or not. Like you go onto a website and you ask for support. Like, is this a real person? Usually not nowadays. Usually not. Right. So like, I think that's going to get crazier. Uh I think that the Sims are going to be real life. Mm. Like, I mean, we're, our avatars are going to be out there and like, we're going to have a, a, a real more defined, you know, social media avatar out there. I think it's just going to be the mixing of all the different social medias together. God, man, it's so funny that you're as you're yeah. like listing these things out. I can't help but think of like Ready Player One, the uh, movie. Exactly what I was thinking. So it's like that, and I don't know if you're a big fan of uh, Black Mirror. I, I've heard of this the different uh, story yeah. that I haven't really that watched. Shit it, is but... dark as fuck, but yeah, uh, it's actually so not funny. It's funny to me, but yeah, <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> that it literally just pinpoints a lot of things with just technology, but most importantly, just how social media will maybe our downfall, to be honest, it as a, of a society. It could be. 
I don't know, like just imagine if you're going to take a big step back and think about our childhood again, like we went from playing outside to having a 15 minute, like a dial up computer. And then if you pick up the phone, the internet's gone to having a computer in our hands. Yeah. And being able to connect with somebody in another country instantaneously. And that just happened in the last 20 years. That's true. Right. Yeah. The way I see technology is it just exponentially gets crazier, right? You know, it's not linear. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Things to think about. That's what kind of keeps me up at night sometimes. Do you feel like we're regressing to the point where as a society, I mean, this is such a broad statement, yeah. but as a society, do you feel like we're becoming more, hate the word, woke to like, wow, social media and just the internet is more destructive than we thought that people are regressing down to like, I don't know if you know this, but a lot of people are like, oh, we're doing the no phone challenge, but also like we're going to the Nokia bar oh, dang. phone where it's like you're stripping all social media off your phone because, you know, smartphones have all that in it and literally going back to the basics. And that's like a craze that's been going on. I don't know if you've heard about this, but no, like that's crazy. people will actually call their cell phone provider and be like i want to downgrade but technically it's just buying like a bar phone the nokia brick yeah and creating like, your own ringtones again <laughs> yeah t9 shout out to t9 exactly like just having that where it's like they're just trying to go back to the basics is what, what i'm really trying to say yeah like how do you feel about the world going towards that like Gosh, obviously man. you can't stop the progression of technology but it's just interesting how people are realizing how much of a disservice social media and the internet is obviously it comes with good things yeah yeah of course so i guess is the question like how do i feel about that regression or yeah. potential regression yeah um and do you feel like you can see yourself in that <laughs> that group of people anytime soon okay so when you talk about like regression the first thing that comes to mind is wally oh. right and where oh, people wow. are just so yeah that's basically know, what i'm asking their computer like the computers are controlling their lives they're 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 transporting them they're yeah, feeding true. them they're oh my god and, that is so true and do i ever want to be that way absolutely fucking not no limbs no lim as, like your, your bone structure is yeah. like miniature um compared to your like 5x <laughs> body do i see us going towards that trajectory Yes. I mean, in a way, I mean, like, I think yeah. the natural inclination for humans is to, I don't know, it's, it's hard to say. Like, I think if there's gonna be an easy way to do something, I think my natural inclination is like, oh, that's so much easier. Why don't I do that? But like all these micro steps towards making life a little bit easier is, is destructive in of itself because you will end up in a freaking chair, even though you're not, you know, you don't need it. Like, it's the small steps that are scary to me that wean you onto it. Because like, like I said, like we were used to playing outside, you know, calling the pizza place from the yellow pages. Yeah. And like, how did we get to where we are today where I can just click something and then the pizza comes to me? Like, look at that example, too. I was about to ask, like, do people even know how to navigate through the don't, I don't think yellow so. pages? Do they even know what that is? No. All these little things. Yeah. That it's like, it's it's not the... We should be more aware of the micro steps towards getting there. I, I talked about this in the last pod. It's just like taking mental inventory. Mm -hmm. And man, yeah, I think like this is very eye-opening to me now. Like I think taking a step back and kind of going to that T9 Nokia yeah. phone yeah. might actually be beneficial in a way. And I'm just realizing this as I say this because, you know, maybe it will show you how far you've come. Do you think it's the, I mean, this is such a big topic again. Yeah. But do you think it's the instant gratification that 
we know how it feels not to get things Could be. with a snap of fingers. Yeah, it, it definitely is. Like, I mean, this is so much easier, right? Yeah. Life is in many ways so much easier. Or it's like you feel more entitled. Why don't I have this now? Why is my phone not ordering somebody else to do this now? 100%. And like, as more things become automated, the more, the closer we get to Wally. And that's terrifying to me when it comes God, to like social media scary. and, um, and right, right. Like 20 years ago, my life was a thousand times different, you know, versus today. I can attribute most everything to social media and internet and technology. Yeah. Kind of a weird segue. It's a mind fuck if you think about <laughs> it. I love this kind of shit though. Like I just blew my own mind. Yeah. And like you, all the things you said, we're going kind of like, oh, geez, that's a good question. Yeah. But I think that's the power of it too. I mean, if anything, obviously I feel like this conversation is more of like, just be aware of what you're doing. Exactly. I mean, that's really what part of the message that I think we can take away from this that like, know your agenda, yeah. know that it's not even more of like, how do you affect others? But I mean, I'm going to take it the other way. Like, how are you affecting yourself yep. at the end of the day? Like, find your peace. Like, I'm always for that. It sounds very zen and whatever. But I love it. Are you happy with yourself? Because if you're too worried about how others think about you, I'm sorry. That's not very uh, fulfilling. To, to try and sum all this up. Like, no. I think that like for, for it's, our it's, life. It's hard to sum it all up. But it yeah, is. Go ahead and try. Dude, like, I'm going to try. Like, I think for our generation and how this applies to you and I, Mac, I think yeah. you and I have a similar upbringing for sure, is that we were one of the first guinea pigs of social media. We lived through it. Um, we got to see it grow and we're continuing to see it grow. But we also see that kind of contrast between how it was before without it and how it is now. And, you know, if there is any lesson out of this, like you said, I'm just going to reiterate what yeah, you said. Yeah. A, just understanding what it can do as a tool and what both good and bad, yeah. right? Like the repercussions both ways. Be more self-aware about yourself. Like, yeah. what do I get out of this? See, like, what are the repercussions outward? Like, how is my social media presence affecting others and my relationships to others? And yeah, I think the, the biggest takeaway there is just taking a pause mm -hmm. and thinking about all those it's kind of hard to think about all that in one moment, especially when you're like, I don't sure. know, you know, emotionally posting or whatever, sure. um, which everyone does. But like, I think mm -hmm. just taking that split second pause of like, hey, how is, the, what is, what am I really trying to accomplish with this? Sure. How is this going to affect me or the people around me? So, and again, I think our generation really kind of learned that the hard way. I mean, I can say that from my point of view, like there's a lot of things that I wish I could take back. Part of the process though. Yeah. But at the same time, that's how you grow. You learn, like you said, it's part yeah. of the process. So I'm excited to see how this all transpires in the next five years <laughs> or more. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode and please don't forget to share this podcast with anybody who you think would benefit from anything that was discussed today. Also, don't forget to hit me up on Twitter at hint of underscore lemon and listen to us on Apple Podcast and Spotify. Later.